Blog Talk Radio.
What's up, everybody? Welcome to a special Friday night edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew, I'm, of course, William Mamo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's up? How's it going? Hey, nothing much, man. Glad to have you on the show, as always. Yeah, glad to be on, as usual. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for tuning into this uh, special Friday night episode of Sports Urban Legend. And uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, everything that's going on in the world of sports and entertainment. So, yeah, sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the show. So, okay, again, on today's show, we're going to be talking about, you know, the Mets uh, recently um, allegedly firing or uh, Billy Epler officially stepped down as the Mets uh, GM. You know, after they um, fired um, uh, Buck Showalter, who who is rumored to be going to the to the Angels, um, now they um, you know now Billy Epler left you know left the team with another uh, controversy. We'll get into that. Um, you know, we'll talk about the the Phillies advancing to uh, the NLCS. Uh, for a second straight year and knocking out another year, they knocked out the Braves out of postseason. And uh, some uh, a Philly player, uh, you know, was talking a little smack. Uh, I'll tell you more about it, um, you know, in a few minutes. And, you know, we'll talk about, uh, you know, the Rangers and the Astros having an all-Texas NL- ALCS. And there'll be a battle of two uh, former Mets aces, Verlander and uh, Scherzer. If Scherzer can stay healthy, we'll talk about that. Uh, you know, we'll talk about the, um, you know, the NBA. Uh, you know, the NBA is going to start its new season in a few weeks. Um, you know, we'll talk about, you know, the rumors. And uh, also, you know, we'll talk WWE. Talk about the the Jets' uh, big win against the the the, um, the um, Broncos, um, and much much more. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to uh, talk to us, um, feel free to uh, let your voice be heard. And if you want to do so, um, the number is. Five six three nine 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 three five two nine. That's 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, but with that said, let's yeah, let's talk about this uh, Billy Epler um, firing. What, what was your thoughts on when you heard? Uh, the former GM, uh, you know, allegedly stepped down because allegedly um, MLB is going to investigate that he, um, you know, falsified players being injured and putting them on the the IL. Uh, And to be honest with you, when Billy Epler stepped down, I was surprised, you know, to hear that because just three days prior to that, you know, he was – uh, announce, um, you know, he was announced by David Stearns when he was being, um, 
officially um and um you know announced as the new um Mets uh president of baseball operations Lee Effler, you know, and David Stearns clearly stated that they were going to work together and then 3 years 3 days later, seemed like 3 years later the way how um all these crazy stuff was happening with the Mets past couple of years not let alone this off season then you know he um he um he quits allegedly and my my take on it is like i mean does the does major league baseball have a, a vendetta against the mess or something like what like everybody allegedly does it like i didn't think i didn't think it was a big deal but apparently you know, Major League Baseball is cutting, you know, um, cracking down on, you know, you know, you know, teams um, putting, you know, putting players who aren't really hurt or, you know, they um, exaggerate the the um, severity of people's injuries and put them on the disabled list. And to me, this is um, like, I mean, I don't know what the heck is what what, what baseball is doing, like. It's not that serious. If everybody's doing it, then what's the problem? Like, what's the harm in it? It just seems to me like the Major League Baseball is doing their best just to make sure Mets don't ever win another championship. Because, well, I mean, it's, it's I don't just... Think he, I don't think he stepped down. I think he was forced to resign. I think he was, or it was a forced resignation, as I texted you. Mm-hmm. And... Um, a lot of it had to do with the Mets' failures this season, you know, along with this MLB investigation. But I don't think he just quit. Um, you know, he just willingly quit. He was forced mm-hmm. to forced to resign. And uh, just like know, uh, the manager was forced to resign. Buck Showalter, yep. You you made a valid point to me uh, off the air about that because that's. They literally wanted Buck Showalter to say that he he um that he quit or he resigned, and you know you know we all have a, a, a idea of how Buck is. He's not he's not a, a quitting type of person, so uh, we wouldn't have believed it anyway. And like he said, the players wouldn't have believed it anyway had they had um you know had he said that. Yeah, you know, it just seem out of character, like, kind of like what the Knicks did with Donnie Walsh. You know, they say he retired or resigned or whatever, and then a year later he signed with the um, with the Pacers. He returned back to the Pacers. So it's like, right. you know, he probably was waiting until the contract was over for him to return back to the Pacers. Like, it's just yeah. crazy, man. Yeah, and to me, it's like. What they did with 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 um with uh Showalter is it, kind of like what the Knicks did with um Larry Brown. You know what I'm saying? Like Larry Brown had that heart that his, Larry Brown only spent one year with the Knicks, and that was arguably one of the worst, if not the worst, season in Nick history. But history had shown that the second year around, he you know. Larry Brown turn you know turns his his franchises around and he never had the opportunity which I I wasn't happy about and then Buck Showalter obviously his rookie his uh, first year with the Mets won 101 games which is uh, the second most regular season wins 
uh, in Mets history. And then they followed up with this horrible season where it was just recently announced that allegedly Billy Epler forced Buck Showalter to keep playing um, Daniel Vogel back, even though he was, he was horrible. And, you know, me and my father watching the games, you know, we could clearly see that uh, Daniel Vogelback didn't have it. Like, it made no sense for Buck Showalter to, to, to keep playing him when he was washed up. And it made perfect sense that Billy Epler was forcing him because Billy Epler, two years ago, made the horrible trade trades to get Vogelback, and they gave up Holderman, who was a a very good pitcher with the with the Mets uh, coming up in his rookie year a few years ago, and he's still good, you know, with the with the um with the Pirates. I mean, it's a horrible trade, no matter how how you want to look at it. And then afterwards, oh, and then that same uh, trading deadline, he traded for Dan Ruff, who um, <laughs> did as well as uh, you know uh, Jed Lowry did in a Mets uni- in a Mets uniform. You know, like it, it was just a bust, man. Like, yeah. Like I've been saying all year round, the if I had to choose between Billy Epler or or Buck Showalter, Showalter being fired, I would have. I always said it was Billy Epler, because Billy Epler. I mean, he did some good good moves, but some of his moves is like really sketchy at best. Most notably, Vogelback. Yes, Vogelback did play better um, in the second half once the Mets was, you know, out of it. But that dude was not clutch at all. And you know, Mets got a clean house. The Mets gotta get rid of no more. And they gotta get rid of Vogelback. And they gotta improve the bullpen. They gotta improve the starting pitching. You know, I know they got some guys in the minor leagues that like Tidewell and. Um, I think one of the guys' name is Sprout, and some other players I can't think off the top of my head right now. Uh, pictures that they have, you know, besides McGill and and Peterson that they they've, you know, been using for several years. Um, it, you know, they they need to they they really need to um, make some moves. You know, get Yamamoto, who's only twenty five. He he won the baseball. Pitching equivalent of the Triple Crown, uh, you know, and he won the Cy Young Award, I think, again for like the probably the third straight year or something like that. I mean, this guy, you know, the Mets are after him, the Yankees are after him, um, the Giants, I would assume the Dodgers, you know, basically the same teams who are after Otani, right, are going to be after him, really. Yeah, and pretty much. Man, I mean, it would be such a coup for the Mets if they could get, they could get Yamamoto and and Otani and pair them with Senga, who I mean, this guy had a phenomenal rookie season. Like, man, like New York City would would, would be a buzz if they did that. And yeah, then you know, the, I think the Mets and Dodgers will be major players in the Otani, in the mm-hmm. Otani market. Yeah, to be honest with you, I think Dodgers. In my, to be honest with you, uh, looking at it as a baseball fan, I, I I would think Dodgers is the favorite to get them. To be honest with you, 
awesome. because cause supposedly he's always been wanting to go to the West Coast, which is where he uh, where where the, obviously the Angels are. And then now there's rumors that you know hey he might be open to the East Coast, but I mean we shall see. We'll see if and, and then of course the Red Sox is one of the teams that emerge as a result of it. Right. But yeah, I mean we'll we'll see if you know money talks and we'll and we'll see if uh if he'll walk or he'll just you know go stay on the west coast and then you know other Mets news um you know Pete Alonso he he um agreed to um to hire uh Scott Boris as a you know as a agent and you know what that means he ain't, he ain't signing no exen- no extension uh this year uh, we're gonna have to wait until a lot of money. Oh yeah, he's gonna want a lot of money. So yeah, he gonna he gonna want that Otani money. So yeah, uh, Steve Cohen's gonna have to take out his uh, his wallet and his money bin to to um to keep him in in Queens. Uh, David Stern said that he you know he expects uh. Alonzo to be in a Met uniform next year, and he's a big part of the team. But we shall see. Hopefully, they could, uh, you know, retain him for the rest of his career. Cause yeah, uh, him signing with with Boris literally take, took the 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 suspense of will he, won't he sign it? You know, uh, extension before the season start? Uh, nah, he's he's not going to sign no extension. This this is his walk year, and uh, he gonna he gonna walk. Until a lot of money, you know, after the season, next season, um, if he could stay healthy. And he's yeah. uh, he's right, he's knocking right on the Mets' home run leader's door right now. I think he he's stuck on like 192. So yeah, he has like about what 60 or so home runs to to pass um, Strawberry on the all-time home run, um, you know, Mets home run. Leaders with uh, with 252. So, yeah, we shall see if uh, Alonzo will do it. Yeah, he's gonna want a massive contract. You guys mm-hmm. better be prepared for that. Yeah, and then there's other rumors that emerged that you know he might be interested in signing with the Cubs. Really? Why the Cubs? Yeah. Um, I guess because you know it's. Similar fan bases to the Mets, you know. When you when you think about it, you know they Cubs have passionate fans. You know they, you know both Cubs and Mets are lovable losers. Um, both have uh, you know story history, despite their lo- a lot of losing seasons. In, you know, um, when it comes to both teams, I mean it would be a appealing. It would be to me. It would be a. Um, a great consolation prize if he doesn't resign with the Mets. I mean, he he wouldn't be losing much, you know, fan base wise if you're gonna go to the Cubs. Cubs and Red Sox, you know, obviously have a lot of diehard fans. You know, those type of places would. If you can't resign with New York, I mean, those are not bad alternatives. Did he grow up in Chicago? Uh, no, he grew up in uh, Tampa. Oh, Tampa. Okay. Mhm. I mean, so far he says all the right teams, right things. You know that he wants to 
you know, he's he's all he has known has been with the Mets. He wants to resign. He wants to stay with the Mets. Uh, and you know, I believe him. But Degrom was saying the same thing too before he um, took his talents to Texas. And uh, speaking of Texas, oh well, yeah, I guess before we go to Texas, talk about the Texas uh, World Series with the Astros. Uh, the the Braves. Uh, they got eliminated again by the Phillies. They had a great regular season, and then yet again they got knocked out by the the Braves and uh, rather the Phillies. And let me ask you a question, Mac. Um, yeah, I know you're a huge baseball fan as I am, of course, and mm-hmm. I know you know a lot of the the players. But yeah. uh, let me ask you an honest question. Okay. Uh, let me see. Have you ever heard of um let me see if I could get this uh get get this guy's name right, you know. Yeah, he's on the Phillies. Obviously uh-huh. I'm not talking about Bryce Harper or um you know, um Real Muto or even Zach Ruiler. Um and as you know the, the Phillies eliminate the Braves. Yeah. Um and they had a lot of controversy, as you would expect. Yep. But um, I know which name you're gonna bring up, by the way. Uh, what you said? I know which name, which player you're gonna bring up. Would that be uh, Garrett Stubbs? Oh no, I thought you were gonna say Nick um, Castellanos. I uh, know, actually, he's a he's a good player. Have you ever heard of uh, Garrett Stubbs? Garrett Stubbs? No. Mm-hmm. Well, to be honest with you, I've been watching Mets games and Philly games, for, you know, Mets versus Phillies for over 20 years. And apparently this guy, he's he's on the on the, the, the Phillies for the past two years. And I've never heard of this dude. I've like, never heard of him. This guy, this guy, I've never heard of this guy. He, apparently he's the backup catcher of the, 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 the Phillies. For all I know, I could have been the backup catcher of the Phillies because wow. I never seen this dude. This I dude, never heard of this guy. I never heard of seen this dude, much less heard of this guy. And Miramuto plays basically every every game, so I don't know. I don't know what 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 uh, garbage. Well, I can't even say garbage minutes because it's not basketball. I don't know uh, what blowout innings he, this guy's been playing. But apparently, after the game, him and some you know, Philly fans, you know, obviously, you know, they're celebrating, you know, a great win. They knocked out the Braves, uh, you know, again, yet again, they're going to the NLCS yet again, two years in a row, which is something to be proud of. So, yeah, here's what, here's what they were chanting. And I, here's, and I, and he was the, the ringleader of this. Wait, who won? Didn't the Braves win the World Series last year? Was no. Was that the No. They won two. They won two years ago. Who won last year? Was it Phillies? No, Astros beat the the Phillies. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. So here's what the Phillies the Phillies are chant. The Philly players are chanting. You know, since you know, you know, obviously they won the championship, and you know they're not gonna be worried about no inferior teams that didn't make it the playoffs. Here's what they said. And I and I quote, well, I, I sort of a quote. 
he's this is what he said, and some of the the players said, or maybe all of them, for all I know. He said, "F the Bravos and whoever the F we play next, and always the Mets." Now, mind wow. you, this there this is there's like a inferior inferiority complex with the Phillies, you know, and the you know regarding the Mets. Yes, the Phillies have been the better team lately. I'll I'll even say for the past decade or so, the Phillies have been the better team. However, when the Phillies and Mets go head to head, the Mets always will be behind. And let me go to the case in point. Phillies win the World Series in 2008 against the Tampa Bay Rays. The announcer, you know, does the usual, you know, call as we all expect, you know, the Phillies win the World Series, blah 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 blah. Uh, take that, New York! Like, uh, like, are you serious? Like, I mean, like, keep keep it classy, man. Like, they, these people, like, they're obsessed with the Mets. Like, have you ever? You and uh, Keith Hernandez also uh, threw a jab at the Phillies. Also, uh, well, he was like being honest. He was being honest. You know, he was saying last year he said that he don't want to watch the games because they don't play defense. And yes, surely, surely, sure enough, at that time they didn't play defense. But then they fired Girardi and hired. Uh, they promoted Rob Thompson, and the rest is history. They played better defense, and you know, they caught lightning in a bottle, and they they became National League champions, and uh, eventually got no hit by the Astros, and then of course lost the World Series that year. So yeah, they they definitely improved. You know, like I said, they are. They've been the better team between the, the, the two franchises for the past, for like at least a decade, with the exception of the 2015 Mets, which, yeah. of course, lost to the, the Royals that year. But and the Phillies, I mean, the Phillies, uh, this will be their third NLCS out of four years, won't it? Uh, it's possible. I know they definitely went these past two years. That, yeah, because – didn't they? Didn't they? Didn't they win? Uh, did they just win the World Series? Um, didn't the Phillies no. just win the World Series? Or am no. I thinking of something else? Braves won the World Series two years ago. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm keeping thinking on the Braves. Phillies haven't Phillies haven't won since 2000 and 2008, the year before you guys won it. Oh, uh, got the it. The last time you guys won. Uh, yeah, so I'm thinking of the Braves then. Which ironically is the 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 first year of uh, this show, 2009. Okay. But um what was I gonna say? Um, so yeah. So they they're they're talking smack. Even the announcers talking smack about us. But like when the New York teams, like the Mets or the Yankees win a World Series, you never hear you never hear the Mets or the Yankees talking about the, the teams that they that weren't even in the series. And they don't even like the announcers don't even talk smack about the other players on the other team. In their 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 historic home run, their World Series call. Think about that. Would w- would you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you don't hear Yankees like if Yankees win the World Series and they beat, um, I don't know the Phillies. You don't hear them saying, "Take that, Boston! You you know you stink." I mean, everybody knows that they hate each other. Like, or the Mets. We only talk. We don't talk about the Phillies. You know. Yeah. If yeah. we were going to win the World Series or any of the Bob Murphy calls of the Mets winning the World Series or, or Vince Scully. I mean, well, obviously Vince Scully was a national announcer and, of course, the Dodgers uh, announcer. 
But, like, you never hear Bob Murphy ever <laughs> talk smack on the Phillies, like, after they after the Mets win the World Series. Like, it's like they're obsessed with us. Like, they went their first World Series win was 1980, and, and then, of course, in 08. And their whole mantra was, you got to believe, which obviously was originated from the 73 Mets with Tug McGraw. They, in their mind, in their um, their mind, they feel like since they got Tug McGraw, Mets traded McGraw, Tug McGraw to the to the Phillies, and you know he helped them win their first title in in '80. After you know he you know he um helped the Mets win in '69. Um, they felt like since they got the player, they can just hijack his his, his favorite slogan, like. I mean, come on, you, y'all could have came up with something else. And in two thousand two thousand eight, they they did the same thing again. Like they they can't come. If you hate us so much, stop stealing our catchphrases. What, what's next? Let's go, let's go Phillies, let's go Phillies. Like, uh, what are you gonna have, Mister Mister Philly fanatic? Like, uh, get your own stuff, man. Like, gosh, you don't see us stealing the Philly fanatic. Like, yeah, be original. Is- yeah, this this needs to be settled in the cage match between the two organizations. And the, the, like... the yeah, the problem is we whooped their behinds lately. But the problem is <laughs> the Mets, you know, they can't. They they're not good. Let, let's be honest. They 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 are not good. They they got their butt whooped this year. And then you know last year obviously they 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 had a good season. And then they choked in the, the they choked in the last month and in uh, against the Padres, and you know the Mets need a, a overhaul. So, I mean, it is what it is. You know, the Phillies they, you know, they need they just need to get you know my my team out of their you know stinky Phillies mouth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the quote Will Smith, who allegedly um, was separated with um, Jada. Well, by the time he said that, which uh, makes no sense, why he's um he basically ruined his career for 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 no reason. Well, you know, you guys uh you guys talking about the the Phillies, you know, a bit too. So I don't act like uh, the Mets no. are so innocent when it no, comes. No, I to... didn't say that. Mm-hmm. You now you put words in my mouth. I said when we're doing uh, if we're doing a whole like a, a historic call, like a World Series call clinching a World Series, we're not going to talk about the Phillies. If we, I'm talking, I'm if talking about t- when, when no games are being played. Phillies are still being talked about, you know? Pretty much the whole National League East is being talked about still. Yeah, because the Phillies just said F the Braves, uh, F everybody we face, and, 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 and always the Mets. Like, Mets is not even – Mets is playing golf right now. Like, Mets ain't doing nothing. Mets ain't doing nothing except for firing – Firing the, their their executives and, and managers and all this stuff like Mets aren't even in the playoffs. Mets got eliminated from the golf playoffs too, so it's like we 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 we're not even in the conversation. We can't do nothing until this this World Series is over. Like y'all bringing us in this for no reason. Like I know you hate us, but come on, worry about your team. Worry about worry about the um the D backs. <laughs> anyway, speak up. So yeah. Anyway, so uh, you know, congrats to the D backs. They knock out the the um the the Dodgers. I think they swept them, if I'm not mistaken. 
so yeah, they got a lot of former Mets in, in the in these playoffs. You know, you got um, you got uh, Tommy Pham who who basically said the Mets team, <laughs> this Mets team was the worst uh, uh, professional team he's ever played for. Oh um, snap! Wow. <laughs> you got you got. You, yeah, and he was cool with the players on the team too. Like he said that after he got he got traded. Damn. So yeah, so you got him on the D backs. You got of course the Rangers. You got uh, Jacob Degrom on the DL, or I should say IL. You got uh, Max Scherzer who's injured, but he should be making his postseason uh, debut as a as a Ranger uh, in this series coming up. Uh, because he allegedly said he's healthy now, and then of and then of course um, Verlander, he's gonna be he's he's on the the Astros. So guys, two guys who were former teammates in, in Detroit, and then briefly this year in in New York with the Mets. Now they're going head to head against each other. Yeah, that's but, that's that's the mess for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, another what can you team's say? trash is a one <laughs> team's trash is another team's treasure. Yeah, that's that's typical Mets. I mean, what can you say? Like, I mean, it, it's the Metsian thing to do. Like, I mean, what else can you say? What, either way you slice that, Texas team is going to the World Series. Yeah. <laughs> and most likely, uh, you know, a former Met is going to win it all. I don't. I can't think of if there's a, if there's a former Met on the D-backs, but I'm sure, pretty sure there probably is. I just can't think off the top of my head. Oh wait, I just said um, what's his name? Um, Tommy Pham. So yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there you go, right there. Um. Um. Well then, yeah, on the the, the Yankee side, uh, you know, they they reportedly um. I think it was Cashman or or was it Steinbrenner who said that they're gonna clean house or something like that. But I believe it when I see it because everything. Well, Cashman, everything... I, you know, I'll I'll believe it when I see it as well because you know they love Cashman and mm-hmm. I don't and know if they'll ever get rid of this guy. They love Boone almost as much as they love Cashman. Well, you know, Boone hasn't been with this organization for that long though. You know. I, well, yeah, I agree with that. Cashman, I mean, been, you know, he's been with this organization for, for like for over two decades. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't, I don't know if they'll ever get rid of him, but uh, Boone, I think, may be expendable. And Aaron Boone only got the job because he hit that that home run off uh, Tim Wakefield. You know, rest in peace uh, to Tim Wakefield. Yeah. Who recently passed away, uh, with, with you know with cancer. But um, yeah, I mean. I get like you said, time will tell with them. We'll see. And uh switching gears, speaking of time will tell, you know, the the sports world is just it, it's, you know, it's in a I don't know in a I can't even think of something uh, uh an analogy. Like they're just um mesmerized by, you know, Taylor Swift and uh, you know, um, Travis Kelsey's, um, you know, relationship, and it was in full force uh, at the at MetLife Stadium, um, like uh, what was it last last week? Or I should say two weeks ago. 
And, uh, you know, the um, Wilson, you know, he had some close – he had um, a close game, like kind of like he had with the Patriots, and he lost both games. And, you know, the whole world was watching the – the 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 um the jet game but people weren't watching the jet game for the Chiefs or or even Patrick Mahomes normally when people watch uh you know uh, uh what you call it a Chiefs game you're watching it for Patrick Mahomes but Patrick Mahomes got fonds by by uh, Taylor Swift and I I guess pun intended because Henry Wickler is a, a huge fan of uh Patrick Mahomes in real life but now that guy clips now. Henry Winkler isn't the most famous, uh, you know, um, Chiefs fan now. It's Taylor Swift because now Taylor Swift is um, is with Travis Kelce. Yeah, I mean, right now it's a Swift, Swifty mania. Mm-hmm. Wherever she goes, whichever stadium she goes to, yep. focusing more on her than the actual game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man. So what, what you going to do? How are you going to feel when it, it – are they going to face you guys this year? Uh, I don't believe so. I don't think so either. Let me check. I don't think they're on our schedule. Maybe next year. Yeah, but by that time, um, this might not be a non-issue. Yeah, she might be. She might break up with him and go to another guy. Yeah, you. <laughs> she's like the female uh, – she's like the, the, the female Pete – Davidson. Oh, yeah, Pete Barry, that that is true. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Uh let me look here. Um uh, Yeah, you're not facing them this year. Yeah. But um Yeah, we'll we'll uh oh yeah, but uh speaking of the, the um yeah, the Jets. They uh, they they uh, came back and won that game against the the Broncos. That was uh, the Jets' revenge game for um, um, for Hackett because uh, Sean Payton, you know, your former uh, head coach, he was talking smack after he um, you know, he succeeded um, Payton as the, the new uh, Broncos coach because. You remember um, Hackett was the head coach of the, the, the Broncos, and Russell Wilson had his worst year ever. Yep. And, um, you know, he was a fall guy for that. And then, uh, you know, he took the job with the, with the you know, with the Jets. And, um, yeah, the Jets got, got his revenge, you know, thanks to Brees, uh, Brees Hall's, um, you know, was a 60-yard run. Um, you know, after they after um was um Wilson fumbled the ball, and man, how the mighty has fallen, man. He's um Wilson's like the exact opposite of his um his Seattle Seahawks days, man. Like, looks like his yeah. He has not down. he has not looked good the uh, the past. You know, the, these yeah. these past two seasons looks like mm-hmm. a different person, but it could be the product of the offense. The offense is not really that good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. But you know, yeah. it, it could also be he's getting older. Yeah. You know, once the quarterbacks get older, they lose a bit. You know, on their throws, right. and you know, they're not the same players they once were. Um, 
Yeah. So it could be age catching up with him. Yeah, most likely. Because he's been doing it for over a decade. So, I mean, yeah. Father Tom's going to catch up with him. Yeah, he caught up with Tom Brady that last year. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it is possible. And yeah, just this last year. So, but, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens with that. You know, with the with the Jets. Hopefully, the Jets can, uh, um, you know, get this W, and uh, and you know, hook up, hook you up, man, by being the Eagles. You know. Say again. I said, hopefully, the Jets can hook you up and and beat the Eagles. <laughs> you know. Hopefully, you guys can. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. And then, uh, you know, they're gonna have the bye week. And then face the the, the Giants. Showdown yeah, on at the, the 29th. Mm-hmm. That'll be a, that that should be a very interesting game. And then, uh, you know, on the the Giants side, um, and the Giants, you know, they're not having a great season at all. Only got the they only got the one win. And um, yeah, one and four right now after that loss. To the, to the was it the, was it the Dolphins? Yeah, uh, it was the Dolphins this past, this past Sunday, and yeah, our offensive defense are looking atrocious. And now we got injuries. You know, Saquon's is still out. Now Daniel Jones is gonna be out with this neck injury. I mean, the O line, they can't, they can't, they can't. Make holes for the running backs. They can't give the quarterback time to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. The defense can't cover anyone or tackle. I mean, there's all sorts of problems with the Giants right now. I mean, this was a team that entered the season with a lot of promise and possible contenders for the championship, but they look nothing like contenders this year so far. I mean, one and four. This is not the start that you wanted. In the first five games of the season, and I don't know, I don't know where the Giants are going from here. They, yeah, they look they, very bad. They definitely got bounced back from that thirty-one to sixteen loss to uh, the Dolphins. Uh, well, it's not going to help because they face the Bills, and the Bills oh, yeah. are no joke. The Bills are a very good team, and well, that's going to that. be another tough matchup. Trust me, I know that. I'm in the division with them. That's all. Yeah, I can. yeah, they've they've won the division like what three or four years in a row. So, yeah, the 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 Bills ain't no joke. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. I, and I don't think uh, Daniel Jones is gonna play this some this Sunday. So uh, it's gonna be uh, our backup. Who's our backup quarterback again? Um, when you said Daniel Jones, you sound like you said Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> but we can help you out. It, it's think gonna he's... be um, what, what's the guy's name? Um, Isaiah, no, 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 no. Um, who is it again? I'm forgetting. Uh, I got to look at the depth chart. Let's see. It will be Tyrod Taylor. There you go. He will be starting this Sunday. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, hopefully the Giants can uh, get get a win, but it's gonna be tough, man. 
and you guys have a tough matchup against the Eagles also. I mean, I know you, you're, like, crossing your fingers that you could win that game, but the Eagles are undefeated right now. Oh, yeah. I know that's going to be a tough game. If they just need that one so they could uh, uh, call their way back to, to 500 and then face yeah. you guys uh, a couple of days before Halloween. Yeah. All right, but um, yeah, shifting gears. Um, yeah, what's your what's your, your thoughts on uh, uh, Edge? He finally uh, made his AEW debut. Had his first match against Luchasaurus. Beat him. Uh, I think it was this this Tuesday, and then of course Jade Cargill made her um. Her um her her debut her WWE debut at Fastlane and she she made a little cameo on tonight's uh, uh SmackDown episode. Yeah, I think well I think uh, it's great that Edge is uh, getting his chance in the organization after WWE decided that that they didn't want him anymore. They didn't know what to do with him. I think uh, they probably should have uh, when he started the. Um, the um, Judgment Day. The, the Judgment Day. Yeah, they, they should have made that last for a while. Still having Finn Balor, you know, take over completely. Mm-hmm. Should get at least give it a year, right? It wasn't even a year before. Yeah, he, he was, was there for like a month or two, and then they kicked them out. Yeah. So that didn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah, they kind of they they could have milked it him being there longer, and then. Have, and then they could have proceeded with him being betrayed. Yeah. Yeah, it took everybody by surprise because the time was really bad. Like, you know, yeah, you're gonna have them turn on them turn on him, which obviously that makes sense. I mean, they did the same thing with Farouk, you know, in the Nation of Domination when when The Rock took over. Right. And we all know that you know that makes sense for them to to overtake him, but you know, usually. It's kind of like the 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 Sith mentality mentality in Star Wars. You know, you have the master and you have the apprentice, but you know, you, the 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 apprentice is worthy by killing the master and becoming the master, and then he has his own apprentice, and then that apprentice kills the master, and then the you know that whole cycle continues. It's like they killed him off before they even used used his knowledge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, they're doing great now, obviously. You know, um, according to priests, they don't have any leaders. They're all the leaders, basically, him, Finn, and Rhea. But you could clearly see Finn, after Edge was the leader, uh, Finn took over that lead. Then I'd say maybe Damien kind of took it a little bit. But then, yeah, it's been predominantly Rhea. It's clearly Rhea. Rhea is clearly the leader of, of the group. Mommy. Yep. She's definitely the leader of the group. And she's she's fortunate to be in a modern modern day um, WWE where um, if this was the Attitude Era, you know she's interfering in 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 their matches and you know she's she's gonna get away with it. Yeah. You know you can't. You know, I mean obviously you can't. You know you can't have somebody get re- you know retribution on her. That's that's not a good look. Yeah. So that's why that's why especially in this not modern day era. They need, they need to have, um, 
they need to have some women in their group in in their groups to like neutralize her. You know what I'm saying? You think you, they should have another woman? No, no, I'm saying other groups, other factions should have at least a woman in there. Oh, to, okay. To to neutralize her, you know, her interference. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like look yeah. at the look at the um what's the name of that group? Oh yeah, OC. They picked a perfect perfect member, um, Mia Yim. You know, they have that whole you know, since it's the Bullet Club it was in Japan, they have that Japanese influence. Yeah. And you know, Mia Yim, she is you know, she's black and Asian, so you know, she she fits the whole vibe of what they're what they're you know what they're what they're going for. You know, Adrian Styles and you know the um the Good Brothers. But yeah, I, I think all the other groups should have that. Like, um, the the New Hurt Business with uh, the Street Profits, they should probably have like Jay Cargill or oh no, you know what? Maybe they can have her or maybe Bianca Belair since I mean she is. She would fit the group too, and I mean she is Montel uh, Montez Ford's wife too. So I mean, yeah, that, that, a, that's a good idea. And she's a heel too. So Bianca Belair previously wouldn't have been a fit unless you're going to turn her heel, but now she is a heel. So I mean, it makes sense for them to to make her join that group. So yeah, I think all I think all the major groups, the the bloodline should have a, a female too. Like the the Rock's daughter, um, Tuesday night Paul Heyman was talking to her um, at NXT. So, you know, I mean that would be a great possibility. You know, if you if you get uh, Rock's daughter, who goes by Ava Rain, um, she's part of a group right now called the Schism in NXT. But yeah, if she went to the to the Bloodline, that would be perfect. Uh, you know. You'd have a female member who's who's, you know, part of the bloodline. Obviously, I mean Nia Jax would be another one too. But 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 if you have Ava Rain as a member, um, you know, they can have that. This could build up her um, her notoriety and and another thing, if The Rock does face Roman Reigns, she could interfere in the match, you know, and that would kind of distract them as uh, as well, you know, his daughter there. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. yeah. I, I think that there would be a lot of great storylines if they did do that, pull that off. So yeah, with the emergence of Rhea Ripley, I think uh all these factions should have uh a female member that dominant female. A dominant female member who who fits the group, who who, you know, seems to would be seamless with a group. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's something they should look into. But um yeah, so um what what's your what's your thought on me uh, what was I gonna say? <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, there um I don't know if you saw but uh not now SmackDown has a new uh GM. Yeah, I saw that during the Roman Reigns, and uh, no, no, that was not. Was that during the Roman Reigns and LA Knight segment? I think that was after, right? Possibly, and I don't remember. But I don't, I yeah. don't know which segment that was. Yeah, his, his name is Nick Adelis. 
You know, he's yes. a former world champion, and he's uh, if I'm not mistaken, he, I think he's um, what's her name? Uh, Mickey James' husband, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, yeah, Mickey Mickey James' husband, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But yeah, he's been a world champion everywhere he he goes. Um, I think he I think he was the the world champion probably of Impact. Impact um, Wrestling. Yeah, I think so. Let me let me just double check. Let me uh, double check. Yeah, and this is first time in the company. Um, WWE. Let me see. Um, so. Yeah, he was a TNA World Champion one time. Um, yeah, he's won a bunch of titles with uh, with TNA, but he only won the world title one time. So yeah, he has a you know, plus a resume, especially in uh, TNA. Okay. He he's British, right? Yeah, yeah, he is. Okay. Well, I think he'll do a great job. Um, we'll see. Yeah, he so far he's you know, look like he's um doing a great job. Yeah, it looks like he's up to the challenge, so I don't yeah, know if he'll be uh, uh I don't know if he'll be uh theater long. Mhm. Yeah, when he was in TNA, he was known as Magnus. Like the condom? Oh no, sorry, that's Magnum. <laughs> I thought you talk about Magneto at first. I, I had a mental delay, and then I heard, the, <laughs> then, I heard then I heard what you said like ten seconds later. But um, yeah, I think he'll do a great job. Um. But we shall we shall see. Oh and uh oh yeah Jade Jade Cargo she um she met face to face with uh, Charlotte Flair. So that's a, that's a you know teasing a a great match because you know obviously the 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 dream matches uh that a lot of fans you know would love to see is her against obviously Charlotte or Bianca Belair. Oh yeah, definitely her against Bianca. Mhm. Yeah, that would definitely be uh black black uh, black girl magic. Yeah, I mean they had that with um Bianca had it with uh with Sasha Banks. Yeah. So yeah, th- that would be another great moment if that happened, which I assume it will. But you know time will tell. Oh yeah, and uh WNBA um Liberty, you know, they advanced to the to the to the um M- the WNBA finals for the first time in 20 years. The bad news is they're down 2-0 and they're facing elimination like uh yeah, and they have not looked good in either game. Um they blow out they blown out in the first game 99-82 and then blown out again in the second game 104-76. Hmm. I mean, they're just getting dominated by the Aces. The Aces are showing 
why, why they, they're the aces of, of yeah. the WNBA. Yeah, and why they're the defending champs. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, aces are just running about the gym and just dominating in all facets, you know, of the game right now. So, Liberty will be back at home tomorrow, or Sunday, I should say, at the Barclay. So um, hopefully they can win that game. And if they win that game on Sunday, I'll be at the game on Wednesday, and I'll give you guys an update if I get to go to that game. So we'll see if the Liberty can stay alive, you know. Hopefully. See if they can avoid elimination. Hopefully but, these, but these black girls on the Aces are running these white girls on the Liberty out of the gym. <laughs> oh man, yeah man, the the Liberty man, they they gotta they gotta step up their game, man. Like it's now and ever, man. They, they they can't be going to the finals and getting their butt kicked, man. And then they yeah. haven't been there in twenty years too. Like come on. Like they got they gotta they gotta step up their game. I know they're facing a super team, but. You know, they're a super team, too. Like, come on. For real, I mean. Let's go. I mean, jeez. Goodness, it's not looking good. It's definitely not looking good. Not looking good like the Gaza Strip. Yeah, man, like the old saying, give me liberty or give me death, man. And uh, the liberty look like right now. Liberty look like they're choosing the second option right now because um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they need to they need to wake up. Um, let's hope let's hope they can uh they can spark something. You know uh, what, what's the, the the Liberty mascot again? The, that the Statue of Liberty dog looking. Um, I forget his name. Is I, it a boy? Or, I assume it's a girl. I mean, uh, Sparky? I think it's Sparky, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. No, actually, no. That, that's a that's for the college that I'm thinking of. Well, she, well whatever the, the whatever that Eli. Sex. It's the elephant. Eli the elephant. Eli the elephant for the the Liberty. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ellie, Ellie the elephant, I should say. Elephant? Oh, are you serious? Wait, let me yeah, see. Yeah, it's an elephant. It's an elephant. From what I've seen, seen, seen it, it's it. It looks like a dog. Let me let me see. Let me I just... think it, it, when they were played at the garden, I think it used to be. Now it's replaced by an elephant. Oh, they changed the mascot. That's it used what to be I... Maddie in the Madison Square Garden, a dog. But now it's an elephant at Barclays. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yes, yes, they changed the they changed the mascot. Like, are you yeah. serious? Why? Like, are you kidding me? What? Like. Yeah, I guess they want a new scenery. <laughs> I, I think uh, probably MSG owns the rights to that ma- to that other one to that other mascot. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. The other one was called Maddie. Yeah, the one I the one I knew. And I I love when the Liberty played at the Garden, but the Garden didn't want them anymore. So yeah, I mean, stupid Dolan. <laughs> Yeah, well, they they got a fresh new start. Like, hopefully. Yeah, yeah much nah, better. See the, see the article? Yeah, they changed that. <laughs> my goodness. Wow, that's petty. They can't even let them keep the mascot? Like, my goodness. Yeah, stupid. That's, yeah, wow. Breaking news. <laughs> for, for people who didn't know like me. But, hey, man. Hopefully that's the worst thing that happened to them. You know, hopefully it can... Pull up and upset and 
win win three straight. But uh, yeah, it's not. Let's looking, hope so. Let's hope so. It's not looking good. Uh, any anything else uh, I forgot to touch on that that I um um that you need to talk about or or. Well, I, I'm going to our next uh, preseason game tomorrow against the uh, T-Wolves. So, um, you know, next uh, they played their first game, preseason game, uh, earlier in the week, I think, right? I right, think they, they won, won that game. Yeah, yeah, they won that game. So um, I'll be going to the – because I have, a, a, I have a, a weekend package that I bought. So I'll have to go to the game tomorrow. Nice. And we'll see how they do. Hopefully they can win. But it's it's the well, preseason, it's season, so I'm not expecting so. too much. Yeah. 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 So let's see. Uh, let's see how the Knicks do in uh, you know in the future. Yeah. Because you know they're they're you know um, what you would call it uh they the um Thibodeau looked like he burned bridges with with Derrick Rose because. You know, he was saying like last year it wasn't organized. This this year, you know, um, with the Grizzlies, look like he, you know, I guess he he look, he thinks he's gonna have a bounce back. Which I mean, it made no sense why Thibodeau didn't play him, especially in the postseason. And even Evan Fournier, who um, who's still with the team, and you know, there's always rumors that they're gonna try to trade him. Like it just made no sense that he didn't use them. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't get that at all. You had a chance to use both Fournier and and the Rose in that in that second round while you have injuries, and for some reason he didn't. Uh, I mean, we needed shooting, and you could have got shooting from both of the guys, and you didn't. I don't know what the strategy was, what the Thibodeau was thinking. Yeah. It really don't make no sense whatsoever. Yeah, we'll see what the the Knicks do if they're actually gonna make some moves, make some major trades. Uh, I mean, we'll so, we'll see. I mean, now obviously they're gonna keep the Aslan Donovan Mitchell, who who should be a free agent in two years from now, if uh, you don't sign an extension. Um, but and of course they're they're keeping an eye on Joel Embiid and. OG, Anunobi, I mean, all these players that they've been, Giannis, I mean, they've been keeping their eyes on the same players seemingly for like the past two or three years, you know. Yeah. I hear right now they're monitoring Carl, Carl Anthony Jones. Oh, yes, him too. He's another one. And, of course, Zion Williamson is another one they've been keeping their eyes on. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, and the good thing is, uh, you know, uh, Vincenzo, Di Vincenzo, um, and R.J. Barrett both, uh, you know, revealed before the the preseason started that either guys don't mind being off the bench as long as they're winning. So, okay, that's the right attitude. Yeah. Hopefully the the Knicks will improve, and uh, because the the whole East Eastern Conference has improved, so. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens as uh, the the regular season uh, quickly approaches. But uh, with that said, Mac, anything you'd like to say before uh, you know we head out? 
uh, no, just check out your local listeners to my show, iMac, and come back here to check out Sports Your Religion every Saturdays at 11, only on Block Talk Radio. All right, you heard the man. Thanks for coming on. This special Friday edition, Friday the 13th edition, if you want to be spooky about it. Um, you know, thanks for coming on. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for checking out this special Friday the 13th edition of Sports Urban Legend. Uh, we shall be back uh, next Saturday, um, on uh, Saturdays at 10, on the Unblock Talk Radio. So he's, he's McCauley, Matthew, I'm William Remo, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.